Matthew and the fourth chapter. We are going to continue. I wasn't planning this, but this will probably be real short, but nonetheless, that's what I always say. Right. Um, you don't know what short is. We've been talking a lot about different forms of deliverance. And um, this morning, uh, or maybe it was last night, I woke up, or the thought came to me, um, that in Yeshua's ministry, in Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, and in the book of Acts, as well as in Paul's ministry, they ministered healings, miracles, and deliverance on a regular, normal basis, as well as the Torah. So, Whenever Yahshua, Paul, Peter, whomever, you'll find them always teaching about Torah. And so, my question is, and my thought was, why did that part of the function of the Messiah's ministry stop? Okay, we know that that it stopped in in the third century with Catholicism and their pagan whatever. But also the ministry of miracles, the ministry of healings, and the ministry of deliverance it also ceased where today if you go to the average believer most believers believe in miracles that you know miracles are possible but they don't know how to appropriate one they don't know how to use their faith to believe for one and if you go to most quote-unquote churches or even Torah assemblies, you never hear, or very few times, or very few assemblies, teach about deliverances, or deliverance, or healing, or miracles. And they most definitely don't teach about the Torah, most of them. And so it came to me, why was this? Why does most of the churches, assemblies, not teach Torah? They're, they are not miracle, healing, and deliverance-minded. And when you... And I encourage you to go through the Gospels 
and the book of Acts this week and just look at how much part of the Torah, miracles, healings, and deliverance was part of their everyday function as believers and it was Yahshua's everyday function. It was considered normal. When you think about and just think about the ministries you've been part of. Was that the case? Now, I know in a lot of ministries that if you need deliverance, if you need healing, or if you need a miracle of some sort, they send you off to a back room Go with Brother Joe. away from everybody else, almost like they're trying to protect people from seeing what's about to take place or they're ashamed of it because sometimes in deliverance things can get messy um, but nonetheless um, we need to come back to the biblical function of what the called out believers and his ministry is to be about and we see and we have seen that in the life of the Messiah that he taught Torah we know that but see part of the body just camps out on that they don't believe in miracles I have a hard time finding many and I found some I have a hard time finding many Torah observant ministries that believe in deliverance that believe in healing, that believe in miracles. Now most people will say they believe in it if it's Yah's will and they, it, they really don't believe in it because you know they, they more or less put it all up to the Creator where you know we see in Scripture with the woman with the issue of blood, Yeshua said it was her faith that activated the power that got her healed. And so if our faith is not activating Yah's power, we're going we're gonna to perish by whatever the enemy throws at us. And that is not Yah's best. Now, Here's a scripture. I know I told you to turn to Matthew 4. Keep your finger there and turn to 1 John 3, verse 8. One John 3 and verse 8. First John chapter 3, verse 8. It says, whoever sins or practices sin or lawlessness is of the devil. And then it says that Yahshua was manifested to destroy the works of the devil. 
So if Yahshua was manifested, and notice what it doesn't say. It doesn't say he was manifested to teach, you know, Torah. It doesn't say he was manifested to teach about angels. But it says he was manifested to destroy the works of the devil. Now, whatever is a work of the devil, which would include lawlessness, which would include not keeping the Sabbath, which would include sickness, disease, poverty, fear, trauma, um, anxiety, all kinds of disorders, oppression, all of these things, Yeshua came to destroy these works. Right? That's what it says. So then if you go, and I know you know these scriptures, Luke 4.18, it says, How the Spirit of Yah was upon me and has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. So that's about the Torah. And then it says to bring, to, to bring recovery of sight to those that are blind. Now that could be physical as well as spiritual. And then it says to set the captives free. And then it talks about the year of Jubilee. So Yeshua's ministry was a combination of the Torah and miracles, yeah. healings, as well as deliverance. Think of how many times he cast demon spirits out. Yeah. We talked about that. Mm -hmm. We talked about Matthew 10, 1, verse 1 and verse 8, where it said that he gave his disciples all authority and power, then it says that they preached, that, that he, they were told to preach the kingdom, to cast out demons, to heal the sick, to cleanse the lepers, and to raise the dead. That is what should be seen in every New Testament Torah observant ministry assembly or or body of believers and the question that came to me was what happened because it's not like this you either get today's world you either get your Torah observant and all this other stuff you just reject and you think it's part of paganism or you believe in the miracles, you believe in the healings, you believe in deliverance, but you don't believe it's necessary to obey the law. You don't believe it's necessary to call him by his name. You don't believe it's necessary to obey and keep the Sabbath and to live according to his laws and commandments. Both parties are equally wrong. It needs to be a combination of both. That's one way the enemy has gone in and divided the church. So. Well, divided the message, not the church. So he's saying to us, what happened? Now, 
in the third century, great persecution came against the Hebrew people to where they had to stop obeying the law, keeping the Sabbath, and paganism was introduced through Catholicism. And that's when the miracles, healings, and deliverance, part of the function of the body, began to be watered down to where in many people's minds, miracles have passed away, healings have passed away, deliverance have passed away, the Torah has passed away. So what part of the ministry of Yeshua do you still have? You don't have nothing. You have some man-made scheme that you came up with to try to make people feel good about holding on to their bondages, their addictions, their lawlessness, so on and so forth. And so, there was... This word came to me so that we would begin to pray and ask Yah to restore the ministry that Messiah functioned in in the earth and the ministry that the first group of believers functioned in in the earth would be restored, which would include Torah as well as miracles, healings, and deliverance. Now, I don't remember exactly where Paul said this, but he said, I believe it's like 1 Corinthians 4, maybe 2 Corinthians, whatever. But he said that his preaching was not with enticing words of man's wisdom, but in demonstration of the Spirit and of power. In other words, Paul was saying, I'm not the most elegant speaker. I may not say things politically correct. I may not talk the way, you know, some people just know how to say the right words to communicate. But he said, but what I do have is a demonstration of Yah's spirit and of Yah's power. And it isn't so much about having enticing words of man's wisdom. But it's about walking in, believing in, receiving from, and doing the ministry of Yahshua. I know we're going to get to Matthew, I promise. But turn to John chapter 14. So we need to renew our minds if for some reason anybody listening to this either opposes Torah, you need to renew your mind to what the Word says about Yah's laws and commandments. If a person opposes miracles, healings, and deliverance, now granted I do realize that because man's involved, we can do some things that don't make any sense, that may be foolishness, um, so on and so forth. 
But nonetheless, you don't throw the baby out with the bathwater. Because deliverance was something Yahshua functioned in. Healing the sick, whether it's in your mind or in your physical body, Yahshua and the early believers functioned in. Casting out demons was something that Yahshua and the early body of believers functioned in. Those demons did not just go away because many people think they don't exist. They do exist, and they're at work in the world. Now, in John 14, beginning in verse 12, it says, The works that I did. So what were the works that Yahshua did? First, he preached the Torah, right? He taught about Yahweh's laws and commandments. He taught about Yah's name. Then... What are the other works that he did? He laid hands on the sick and they recovered. He performed miracles. Yah's spirit through him resurrected the dead, caused limbs that were withered away to be replaced and to come forth. He also brought deliverance to the bound. He also brought sight to the blind. So it says... The works that I did, this is Yahshua speaking, and greater works than these shall you do. Not your pastor, but you do. Not the prophets, but you do. And then it says, and greater works than these shall you do, because I go unto the Father. And then he said, Whatever you ask in my name, that will I do that the Father may be glorified in the Son. And then he said, then he said, in verse 15 if you love me what you'll keep my commandments yes mm-hmm. and then verse 21 reemphasizes about the torah his commandments mm-hmm. so we see right in that verse there that yahshua combined torah Yah's laws and commandments and that we are to do those works as well as any other work that Yahshua did. Now think about this work. When they needed food, he said, what do you have? And then they gave what they had and it was multiplied to such a fashion that it fed thousands upon thousands of people. That's what happens and that's what I pray for every time someone gives tithes and offerings to our ministry. That as they give it, it will be multiplied in the direction it was sent and multiplied back. 
So we see right here that Yahshua, I believe, is asking us what happened to my ministry. What happened to what I was sent to do, which was to destroy the works of the devil, not to compromise it, not to uh, make excuses why people aren't receiving, but to bring answers. All of us need answers in some area of our life. And Yahshua came to bring us those answers. Yeah. And we are sent to bring answers to other people's lives. Now, let's go to Matthew chapter 4. I don't know why you've taken so long to get there. <laughs> Twenty some minutes. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm beginning to close. You took a side journey. <laughs> That was a 20-minute side journey. Yeah. That's all right, Mark. <laughs> but see, we have to, and it just has to start with one person. You know, that if we start believing in the Torah, living the Torah, and then we keep doing the other biblical things that we've been taught, like walking by faith, Ministering healing to the sick, deliverance to the bound, and praying that Yah would make a way where there seems to be no way. That whatever miracles are needed to change lives, to restore our nation back to Yah's laws and commandments, to restore our governments back to Yah's laws and commandments. All it takes is one person to start. And when we start doing that, calling upon His name, crying out in intercession, things will begin to happen. Now, in verse 23, it says, Yahshua went all around Galilee, teaching in their synagogues. So again, we see here about the Torah, proclaiming the good news of the kingdom. And in case you don't understand this yet, before this point, there were pagan nations that could not be part of Yah's kingdom because they weren't Hebrews. The good news is, is that anybody that would call upon his name, anybody that would be willing to follow his laws and commandments, could then be grafted into Israel. That's what Yahshua came. Okay, that's the good news. Everybody and anybody can be part of it, but there's just certain right. points and things that you and I have to do to become part of it. And then it says, healing every disease and every sickness among the people. So again, we see here that it wasn't just about Torah. 
but it also included healing, deliverance, and miracles. And then it says, And the report of him went into all Syria. And they brought to him all the ones badly ill, suffering various diseases and torments. Also those being demonized and those being lunatics or, you know, what the world would say, you know, people are crazy, they're mentally insane, they're uh, mentally handicapped, and paralytics, which, you know, we know what being paralyzed is, and it says he healed them. He delivered them. He restored them. That's the function of Yahshua's ministry. That's the function of Yahshua's ministry in the book of Acts. Um, go to uh, Mark chapter 16. Mark chapter 16, and look at the very last verse. Okay, previous to this, he told them to go preach this good news, cast out demons, heal the sick. When you lay hands on the sick, they shall recover. And then it says, And they went out, preached in all places, and our Master was helping them, and establishing their words, by the signs or the miracles that were being done. So, when Yeshua left, he basically said, you have seen firsthand what the Father sent me to do. I now am commissioning you to take the Torah Take the power and go and do what I did. In Acts chapter 1 verse 8, go ahead, flip there. Acts chapter 1 verse 8. It says, but when the Spirit of Holiness, or Yah's Spirit, comes upon you, you will receive power. And then it says, and you will be a witness of me, both in Jerusalem, Judea, and Samaria, to the other ends of the earth. But notice it says, you will receive power. I would encourage you where it says the word you, write your name in there. So when you read this, you are reminded that you have received power because Yah's Spirit has come upon you and you are to be a witness basically in all the 
areas that you are going to, that he has called you to influence. Those areas might be Walmart. Those areas might be a doctor's office you work at. Those areas might be a senior citizen home or a lab tech or a locksmith or a plumber business, whomever. You are to be a witness. Now, you're, you're to be a witness of Yahshua. We're not to be a witness of powerlessness or come up with reasons why things aren't working, but we're supposed to be doing the works that Yahshua did. And we need to step out in faith and do the works. Tell people about Torah. Tell people about the law, the commandments, the Sabbath, so on and so forth. But not just stop there. We need to minister the way Yahshua ministered. Now, think about this. When you called upon His name, you might not have known at that time that His name was Yahshua or the Father's name was Yahweh. For me, in December of 1980, I just prayed, God, help me. And that's all it took. And so when you reach out to the Creator through repentance and faith, He answers. And He will bring change to your life. And that's why many people do not embrace Yah's name because they said, well, when I called upon God, He heard me, or when I prayed in Jesus' name, He heard me. And it wasn't because you prayed accurately. It's because in your heart, you were crying out from your heart to His heart. And He responded. And so... But now we have learned and we should grow from that infant stage. You know, it's like a child knows mom and dad's name is mom and dad. But when they get more mature, they, they learn that mom's name is whatever and dad's name is whatever. Now, you shouldn't call them by their names. But if you, you might say, this is my, my dad, David. Or this is my mom, Joanne. When you're introducing them. So, we need to understand that when the Scripture says, those that call upon His name shall be saved, how many millions of people did not know His biblical name, but yet were born again, or were healed, or were delivered. And there were there's millions. But that does not justify not accepting and receiving that His name is not God, is not Lord, and, and not Jesus. That His biblical name is 
Yah and Yahshua. <coughs> Some might say Yahuwah, uh, Yahushua, it doesn't matter. But nonetheless, you know, I was thinking today, I was thinking, you know, in whatever realm of Hebrew, the Ruach's name is the Ruach. But yet in Hebrew, there's 50 million different pronunciations of the Creator's name and the Messiah's name. And I thought, why is that? The Ruach only has one, its own, you can, you can read it in any form of, of Hebrew and it's Ruach. But in... Because it's a title. May, maybe that's it, I don't know. You smarty pants. There's a difference. It's the title. He's the Ruach is the Holy Spirit. The Spirit of Yahweh, right? Okay. But that's not his name. He's the Spirit. (laughs) Well, there you go. See? Jenny's such a smarty pants. She she gets an A today. Where's my little golden star? She gets an A+. (laughs) All right, one more verb. One more. Look in Luke 13. And I might get this done in under 40 minutes. I did a YouTube teaching on this and I did it in like 28 minutes. So, how do you like those apples? I don't believe it. Alright, now, we talked about this before. But this is about Luke 13.10. When he, Yahshua, was teaching in one of the synagogues on one of the Sabbaths, behold, there was a woman having a spirit of infirmity 18 years, was bent over, and was not able to strengthen herself at all. Straighten herself at all. And seeing her, Yahshua called her near and said to her, Woman, you are freed from your infirmity. And he laid his hands on her, and instantly she straightened herself and glorified Elohim. And then he said in verse 16, And this one being the daughter of Abraham, whom Satan had bound for 18 years. Now she was a Torah observant, a daughter of Abraham, and for 18 years... Satan was able to put a spirit of infirmity, to put a spirit of disability upon her to make her life miserable, to torment her, torture her, to steal the joy out of her. And he said, Ought not this woman be set free? So we see here that Yahshua came to destroy the works of the devil. Whatever those works were. There, were, there was the maniac at Dadarene, demon-possessed, totally controlled, physical and mentally, to where he was living in the tombs and no one could bind him, and yet Yahshua set him free. There were people that were crippled. There were people that were disabled. There were people that were just simply hungry. 
and he met their need. He helped them. He provided for them. So, what happened? And I'm sure Yahshua is saying, what happened to the ministry that I came to do, was sent to do by Yah, that I transferred over into the 12, then into the 72, and then, then into all those during the Feast of Pentecost? What happened to the Torah? What happened to the miracles, to the healings, and to the deliverance? Because way too many of Yah's people are suffering. Way too many of Yah's people have some form of disability, some form of demonic oppression that the enemy has plagued them with, too many traumas taking place in or has taken place in the past in Yah's people who have yet to be set free from those traumas. There was a core years ago that did function in that, but after that, which was Wigglesworth, they functioned in that healing and deliverance of devils and all of that. Wigglesworth and William Brantley, Brandon. Brandon, and um, you know, they all functioned in that to a great degree. But after they died, it was like it just, that generation, after all that generation died, it just was like no more. Right. Did you hear what Linda said? Yeah. So, let's pray. Father, you did it once, you did it twice, you've done it more times than we know about. We say, do it again. Restore your Torah. Restore your miracles. Restore your healing power. Restore your deliverance power in your body and in people's lives that are suffering and set them free right now. We command all disability, all sickness, all lawlessness, all rebellion, all witchcraft, all curses, all spells, all voodoo, all the works of the devil that Yahshua came to destroy, to be destroyed, to be rendered powerless, and to be driven by force out of our beings, out of our bodies, out of our minds, out of our lives, out of our nations. And out of your people in Yeshua's name. Hallelujah. And Father, 
raise up deliverers. Raise up those that will not just teach Torah, but will minister as Yahshua ministered. With not just with enticing words of man's wisdom, but in demonstration of your spirit and of your power. And Father, we just say thank you for it. In Yeshua's name. And we receive with our faith not just the Torah, but every other part of the ministry in which Yahshua functioned in when He was on the earth, we receive in our ministries, in the body, and in our bodies, that we too ought to be loosed on this Sabbath day. And we thank you for it. In Yeshua's name.